You are listening to a sermon podcast from Kingdom City. We pray that over the next few moments, you will be blessed, equipped, and empowered to bring the reality of God to your world. The Bible tells us much about divine healing. Everywhere Jesus went, he healed the sick. Um, the Bible says in Matthew 8, and I didn't give you the scripture, I gave a bunch of scriptures this morning, but I got a whole lot of new ones while I was sitting down this morning just to share. Matthew 8, verse 16 and 17 is a powerful piece of scripture. It says, And when evening was come, they brought to Jesus many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirit with his word, and he healed all that were sick. Someone say, All that were sick. Not most, all. In America, all. In Australia, all. All that was sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, Himself took our infirmities, past tense, and bare or carried our diseases. Here's the good news right to start now Jesus took our sicknesses took them. And the Bible says he bare, carried, carried away disease. So a lot of people ask the question, God, is it your will to heal me? Could it be the will of God that God is teaching me something? Yes or no? The only thing that I've learned, and people say you learn God's teaching me something. The only thing that he's taught me about sickness is that he's master over it and in authority over it. When I see people healed, then I understand he is king over sickness. People say, well, maybe it's God's will for me to be sick. Maybe I've got, um, between Jackie and I, we've got five kids. And my son, David, used to be sometimes be a bit naughty. And I wouldn't say to him, David, you have been so naughty I'm going to put a terminal disease on you to teach you something. And I'm not a very good father. I think I'm pretty good. But compared to the heavenly father, I'm rubbish. Hopeless father. He is a good father. He gives good gifts to his children. If it be thy will. People say, well, maybe it's not God's will. Well, my Bible says by his wounds... We were healed. Someone says, how, how can we establish what the will of God is? How can we know for certain? The Bible says, by his wounds, we were healed. Past tense, we were healed when his back was torn to pieces by the Roman scourge. At that point, he declared to us, what his will is regarding healing. And for us to say, I don't think he's willing, is for us to say, when he was scourged at the whipping post, it's not really serious. That's the establishment of the will of God that says he wants to heal. It's his desire. In fact, it's more than that. He says, I am the Lord, your physician. Not only did he say, I want to heal you, he said, I'm your personal physician. And he is an expert. He is a specialist. He is a neurological, is that the right word? Neurological. 
He's a kidney specialist, a lung specialist, a heart specialist. He's a, he is a psychologist. He's a psychiatrist. He's a, he, he covers every aspect of our lives that needs a miracle. And he knows exactly what you need. He, can, he knows exactly how to deal with asthma. He knows exactly how to deal with arthritis. He knows exactly how to deal with your situation because he says, I am the Lord, your personal physician. A leper came to him. And the leper came bowing down to him. And as he came bowing down, he said, Lord, if it is your will, you can make me whole. If it's your will, you can make me whole. Jesus said, I am willing. Be whole. I just read in the scriptures that everybody that came to Jesus in faith got healed. Everyone that came. Um, in Matthew 12, 15, it says, great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Luke 6, 19, the whole multitude sought to touch him and as many as touched him were made whole. Matthew 14, 36, as many as touched him were made perfectly whole. And then John says in 3 John 2, he says, beloved, I wish above everything that you might prosper. How many people want to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers? God says, I want you to prosper physically. I want your bank account to prosper. People say, well, I, I don't believe in prosperity. Well, John says, I wish above all things that you might prosper. God says he wants you to prosper. Someone says, well, being poor keeps you humble. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you've got a choice, being rich or poor, Paul says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. I guarantee he would say to you, abounding's better. Because if we're abounding and blessed, blessed in our business, because he says, I'll bless you in your business. I'll bless you in your coming in. I'll bless you in your going out. I'll bless you in everything you do. I want to bless you. God wants to give you promotion. God wants to give you creative ideas. God wants to bless your business so that through your business, it will multiply so that you can pour money into the kingdom of God, live well, but pour money into the kingdom of God so that we can take the kingdom out to the world. If we're in poverty, we can't take it anywhere. I could have, I've bought a team, I've bought Jackie and I've bought my PA and I've bought big Alvin back there and a photographer and uh, to be able to do that, I couldn't go to the airlines and say, look, there's four of us flying. Would you mind if uh, I just give you an, an IOU and I'll pay you around Christmas time? Just maybe next year when my tax return comes in, hopefully there's enough in that to pay. The airline will say, uh, get off the plane. What are you doing here? Get away and go. So, okay, you go to the restaurant here. At the end of it, say, there was a great meal. I'll pay you around Christmas time. The policeman will come and you'll be locked up. The key thrown away in Singapore. If you do that, you're in more trouble than in Australia. Here could be the death sentence. <laughs> Not really. 
Was that a bad thing to say? <laughs> One of my friends came in, came into Singapore, and he had his shooting coat on that he goes shooting in, and he'd cl cleaned the pockets out, but he left a empty bullet in his pocket. He got arrested for a little empty 22 shell. In Australia, we encourage people to carry them. <laughs> this is a safe place. It's a safe place. You can walk the streets and not get beaten up. You can leave your wallet sitting right in the middle of the street. Come back three months later, it's still there. <laughs> safe, it's great. I like it. Is it God's will? Is it God's will to heal? I believe it is absolutely. A lot of people question what sickness is. They say, well, you know, what exactly is sickness? What exactly is it? Well, in the book of uh, Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 16, Jesus was in the synagogue and there was a little woman there and she was bent double. And she was bent over so far that she could not straighten herself up. And it was the Sabbath day, and Jesus called her over, and he said, Little woman, you are loosed. Woman, thou art loosed. I thought that T.D. Jake said that. And she straightened up, crack, crack, and her back straightened. I remember praying for a man some years ago, and his back bent double from a, a, an accident with a truck. He straightened up. This lady straightened up and immediately the Pharisees and the doctors of the law and everybody began to say, it's the Sabbath. How can he do this? Jesus made an interesting statement. He said, ought not this little woman, this little daughter of Abraham, this little daughter of faith, shouldn't she be loosed of her bond, loosed of her bond, fully freed, and set free from this bondage. So what is sickness today? It is a bondage. And God's saying, should not this daughter or son, I shouldn't have made that comment earlier. I'm feeling embarrassed that I made a silly comment. Everyone happy? Or have you forgotten what I said? Good. Should not every believer in this building be set free. Should you not be loosed of the bondage that's against your life? In the book of um, Acts 10, verse 38, the scripture says, how God, we all should know it, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all, all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him what does what what do we read here in the book of Acts what is Luke saying how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and mighty power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil he says sickness is an oppression the word means to exercise rule over. The word is uh, katadunasteo, katadown. Dunasteo, the word means to hold down a dunasteo to rulership over. 
It is to hold down under dominion. It is to hold down under rulership. Sickness rules over lives. I've had a bad back on two occasions, a really bad back where I was not able to move. Both times I just twisted and did something and I missed out doing two big crusades, one up in Nepal because of that, um, that situation. I was three days, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't, I'd have a rope to pull myself up straight. I was in agony for three days and it bowed me down on that crusade, they replaced me with another speaker. They'd put 160,000 US into that crusade. I was the keynote speaker and I couldn't move. Another guy replaced me who'd never done a big crusade before. They had 60,000 decisions the first day and I missed something that was totally historical because I was under the dominion of pain. Sickness is a rulership and I want to come back to that in a moment all who were oppressed or oppressor is a good word but katadunasteo how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all who were down under the dominion of Satan's power and that's what he calls disease 1 John 3 8 says for this this purpose was the son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. I'll come back to that. I want to look at this word, dunasteo, rulership. My Bible says this, in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 17, it says, if through one man's sin, death reigned by one, how much more shall we who have received the gift of righteousness reign in life by one Christ Jesus. The word to reign, if through one man's sin, death reigned, sickness, disease, they're not in heaven. They're not in heaven. Pain, disease, suffering. It's come with a fall. And the Bible says that from the time that Adam fell, there was a rulership because the word is, if through one man's sin, death reigned, the word basiluo means to reign from the foundation of power. And so through, the, through Adam's fall came a rulership and a dominion which caused man and women, causes people to live under a domination out of hell and disease and fear and depression and pain and every other foul thing out of hell has come to push people down and dominate them and hold them and rule over them. The Bible says, if through one man's sin death reigns, how much more shall we, someone say, that's me. You all with me this morning? Shall we who have received the gift of righteousness. How many people here have received the gift of righteousness this morning? You're saved. You're born again. You have his righteousness through the blood of Christ. How much more shall we, you and I, who have received the gift of righteousness, reign in life by one Christ Jesus, Basilio, rule from the foundation of power. In life. 
And so if the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were katadunasteo down under the, the rulership and the dominion of the devil, how much more shall we who have received the gift of righteousness reign over and take authority over that oppression? We're born to rule. We're born to reign. We're born to live in dominion. We're born to rule. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ. I've preached it before. We are seated together with him in heavenly places, far above all rule, principality, power, and dominion. Jesus said to his disciples, all authority I give unto you. Go ye therefore. All dominion, all delegated authority. We have authority in the name of Jesus to speak to disease and devils and say, you have no right in this person's body. If you are a child of God, sickness and disease is a trespasser. It is an unwanted tenant. And we have authority like the sheriff in town to say, get out. Leave. Leave now. Go. We have power over disease and devils and to cast them out. I love what it says in Romans 8. Let's go, go with me. I'm going to close off with this. Romans chapter 8. I'm sort of just teaching this morning. Is that all right? Pastor Andrew, is that helping anyone? Romans 8. I'm sad to leave today. We've got a beautiful hotel. We feel like we're in heaven in Singapore. What? What, Jack? Sorry? Get on with it? What? what? Yes? Yeah, I know. Thank you. Is it anything? Is that it? All good. It's on the screen, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. I'm looking at it in my Bible, and that would have saved me opening my Bible, wouldn't it? That's what you're saying. It's there. <laughs> For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. The earnest expectation of the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The word earnest expectation means to turn the head in total anticipation of something. Total expectation of something. Looking for something. Stretching your head, waiting. The whole of creation is earnestly awaiting Something. What are they waiting? They're waiting for the showing forth of the sons and daughters of God. They're waiting for you and I to come carrying the dominion that is ours. They're waiting for you and I to come into their situation, carrying the power of God and carrying the dominion of God. Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, for this purpose, for this reason, was the Son of God manifest that he might utterly destroy the works of the devil. How many people here are sons and daughters of God? 
How many are joint heirs with Christ? One spirit with him. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead has come to indwell you. You are full of the power of God. You've been filled with all the fullness of God. You're baptized with the Holy Ghost. And God is saying, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest. But Jesus said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And he that was with you is now going to be in you. And this promise is for you, your children, those that are far off, as many as the Lord shall call unto himself. Amen. I thought the angels were up there singing. And so we are sons and daughters. I'm closing off with this. You and I are sons and daughters of the living God. And the whole of creation is earnestly waiting for you to come into their presence, bringing the power of God and bringing the miraculous presence of God and this morning in this place, God is here and we have authority over disease, over devils, over depression, over fear. And maybe this morning you've been waiting and saying, I need to see the manifestation of the power of God in my life. Maybe you're sitting here right now and something within you said, look, I believe it's your day. It's my day today. It's my day. It's your day. And this expectation has risen in your spirit to receive something significant. Because God's here to heal. The Bible says healing is the children's bread. We don't have to fight for it. We don't have to beg, God, is it your will? All who came to Jesus were made completely whole. All who came to the apostles healed as many as touched were made whole people came and they ran just to touch the hem of his garment as many as touched were made whole God's ready to heal you this morning ready to give you a miracle thanks for listening to this week's message if you have never entered into a relationship with Jesus we want you to know that he loves you very much so much that He died on the cross for all of your sins that stood between you and God. If you would like to make a decision to follow Jesus today, all you need to do is to repeat this prayer. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I'm not right with you, and I want to be right with you. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me and making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or if God has done anything in your life because of this podcast, we would love to know. Email us at testimony at kingdomcity.com.